this is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. I'm super excited for our guest today. We have Tia Curtis, also known as the Queer Jungalo. She is all things like plants and queer life and just showing up as yourself. So I'm really excited to have her on. Um, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for the support. And I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Tia is one of those people that I've been like following and admiring on Instagram forever. She is like <laughs> the plant goddess. I like cannot keep a plant alive. So I'm like super excited to hear about all the things. Um, oh. So as we get started, tell us a little bit about how your story, how you got into what you're doing now. Yeah, sure. Um, it's funny because everyone's always like, oh, you have this green thumb and, you know, like I get questions all the time and I'm like, honestly, I kind of just fell into it. Um, I think as the world is shifting, uh, we're kind of shifting with it. And I was actually studying for my CPA exams for, you know, the last couple of years, which I just passed. And um, during it, I was going crazy, you know, it's four tests and I was just like, I need an outlet. And I started buying houseplants because I was just like, it's something I can take care of. It's, it's something that's tangible intentional and it's really just an outlet so um just to like kind of take a break from studying and and not go crazy I was like I'm gonna just start this account I just bought me and my my wife we bought the house our house in uh Asbury Park I guess last January and it's been really cool and I guess it's kind of lent itself to it where you know I like to do a lot of home projects and everything and I have a little urban garden outside and you know I I guess I just really kind of fell into it I wanted to also just kind of get more in touch with my roots and um just like it was something I was just leaning towards. My my sun sign sits in Taurus, and I think that also has a big impact on it too. I'm everything earthy. I love being outdoors. You know, I grew up a couple miles from the ocean, so I think I think plants and me. I, I think I was avoiding them more than they were avoiding me before I leaned into it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I love that, especially like because I think, like you said, you're studying for the CPA exam, which I think is so what is it, right brain. And I feel yeah, like yeah. your creativity is like, it was this thing that just kind of like, like you said, came out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. So I, I, it's funny. Cause actually when I finished, I just passed my four parts back in March before the whole pandemic hit, which was great. Cause <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And congrats. And um, I, I almost was like not into it for a little bit after I was done with my CPA exam. And I think it was kind of just like my whole body being like, you've been go, go, go. And then, it's funny because the queer jungle is kind of so effortless. It's not, it's not something that's like forced. It's not something I had to force myself into. It's just really like I, my creative side has always battled, you know, my, my right side for, for forever. I'm always someone who's like constantly on the go looking for something to do. And, you know, I've started so many things and failed and given up so many times. And um, it's funny because I grew up playing basketball. I went to a D1, you know, university for basketball. I didn't end up finishing there, but, you know, I've just always kind of, been active and I think houseplants is something that's so demanding of your time but in a like really great intentional way you know that it it just kind of keeps me moving motivated and also learning constantly right like the whole houseplant gardening world like it's just a rabbit hole to keep digging into so it's just been it's been a really great outlet I love that so much that's so powerful and I think you're right like so many of us I think especially in quarantine have been like leaning into hobbies and like other outlets more so 
Um, so I love that you kind of like found it and have really like let yourself be swept away in it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really effortless, you know, just to, once you kind of get into the plant community and I started diving into plantstagrams and I was just like, Oh my God, there's so many people doing so many creative things and you just get inspired and it just really felt like home, you know, like it felt, it felt like home. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, that actually was like perfect segue into my next question, which is like, I consider you, maybe you don't consider yourself kind of like an influencer, like your brand, like the way that you've set yourself on Instagram, but what is it like being a queer person of color in that space? Cause I know that like, there's not a lot of black women in, like you said, Instagram or like that arena. So tell me a little bit about that. You know, honestly, and it's funny too, because my brother, the other day he joked around and, you know, he takes a lot of like um, my photos. He's like creative guy. He does videos. And he was like, I think I posted something on my story and he was like, all right, you're an influencer now. I was like, don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> uh, I think there's such a stigma with it. But what's cool is I, I think it's, it's, it's the idea that people are really just looking for something they can relate to. And I think when you come with like your whole self and you kind of try and put your ego aside and, and you know, you, you stay vulnerable with people. I think that's what people are attracted to. I think so often we feel like, you know, there's not something out there for us. And when I started kind of being like, wow, this is a whole thing that I didn't know about. I found so many black plantstagrams, like the world is crazy. I mean, there's just so many people doing things like urban gardens and like things for youth. And it's cool because the queer community is actually, there's a lot of queer you know, plantstagrams, but I found while there's a lot of like, I guess, um, you know, women identifying, there's also, it, it feels very like gay men centered, if that makes sense. And I noticed that, but then I found, you know, there's a couple accounts like black girls with gardens and like ear garden and all those and black girls gardening. And, and, you know, they were reposting things and I was just like, wow, the world is crazy. And I think I find in, in common, we all just have this, this, this like, this want and need for this tangible feeling of like where we come from, but our on our terms, you know what I mean? Something that is actually ancestral and healing and, and like a journey filled with things that like just reciprocity really. And I think once you start diving into black plantstagrams, you're just like, wow, they're out there. They're everywhere. And it's just really inspiring to see. Yeah. I love that so much. I think number one, the authenticity and like showing up as yourself is so important, but yeah. then it's so comforting to hear like, once you look for them, the people are out there, the opportunities, the community that you're looking for is out there. It's just like, do you have the confidence to show up as yourself and like, look for those people? Yeah. And the shift is so on time. I, I mean, it, it feels, it just, if, if everything just feels on time and, it, and it's just like really cool, I guess, to, and humbling to be a part of that community. Cause you know, like I, I look at my Instagram and I'm just like, I don't even know where these followers have come from. And I don't even have, you know, like I don't have a crazy following, but I realize I'm like, oh, there's like people out there who are really looking for this. And and I think we all just like long for a sense of community, especially right now, you know, where the world is kind of de like pretty divisive in general. So that's so good. I do want to touch a little bit more on like authenticity and like, why do you think it's so important to show up as yourself? Yeah, you, you know, I guess that's, that's heavy to unpack, but <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to try. I think is like, for me personally, I guess I'm going to speak, I've, I've grown up, you know, and I think, you know, our generation, I'm just speaking in general, like, you know, mid thirties, younger, whatever we've seen so much, right. We've been through, you know, the housing crisis, we've been through the depression, we've, I mean, recession, and now we're basically going through depression. We're living through a civil rights movement. And I think it's important because 
it's almost like we've, we've grown up repressing so much of ourselves because we felt like we had to fit into this construct that society has made, like go to college, get a degree, and then, you know, try and fit in spaces that weren't even made for you. And I think at this point, people are, are looking for spaces that aren't only like made for them, but made by them. You know what I mean? Somewhere I can walk in with my whole self and I don't have to worry about maybe getting weird treatment or like someone looking at me different because my, my hair is this way or that way or, or cause I'm showing up, you know? And I, I think that people just long for, you know, openness. And, and when you show up, you can tell when someone's showing up there as their whole self, right? It's pretty effortless. And, and I think, I think it's just honest. And that's why, you know, a lot of my posts, they're pretty like, I'm a words person. I love poetry. And I like to stay pretty vulnerable because, you know, what I recognize more often than not is that the accounts that I really love to follow, they're people who are really just like sharing their struggles and, and their triumphs and they're sharing the things that they've learned from. And it, and it just feels real. It's not just, you know, a pretty plant. Like I posted the other day, I was like, my garden is not doing great right now. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. It's like, just like, let's normalize failing, you know, cause that's life. I've failed so many times and I'm going to keep failing, but it's also, I just keep learning and unlearning. And I think, I think that's what everyone's kind of here for. And I think when you show up like that, people just relate. Yeah, I totally agree. I think a lot of us were kind of given that like timeline of like graduate, go to school, get married, have two kids and a dog and a white picket fence. And we're realizing like, I don't have to do that. And I can have whatever is going to be true and authentic and meaningful to me. So I love that you just touched on that. Yeah. 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 And it's so important. I mean, even, you know, I saw your podcast and I was just like, this is beautiful. You know what I mean? It's just showing up and it's finding a way, you know, talking about people expressing themselves and, and how they've found a way to really just speak to themselves. And I mean, I feel like when you just show up as your whole self, that's just one of the biggest acts of resistance in, in, you know, in my eyes. So I think that's where I'm at, you know? Oh yeah. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, What has been like one of the best rewards of like, really leaning into your creativity and like embracing the side of yourself. Words. I, I think, um, I guess mentally it keeps me stimulated and, and really just, I think sometimes I, I think it's so easy to fall into like bouts of just like not necessarily depression, but just like uneasiness of like not being enough or, or you not seeing results of something. And, and I think leaning into this what's rewarding is is really just seeing your efforts right it's like knowing like if something's dying it's probably something I did and, and I think it opens you up to this vulnerable space of accountability as weird as it is to to link that and um I think it's just been teaching me and I guess the other side is like having you know friends and, and family who kind of like they're like, oh, you're the plant guru. And I'm like, I'm not a plant guru, but I love that you feel comfortable enough to come to me and ask me because that means I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? It's it's so, I think that's rewarding the social aspect of it. Um, and I think what also is rewarding, I have no expectations and um, of just where this is going or what it is. You know, it feels good. And, and when it when it starts to not feel good, it's, it's going to be easy to take a step back and be like, what happened and why doesn't it feel good anymore? Um, and I think also, too, with my partner, you know, she's very creative. She does like macaroon and, and all these things. And it's been really rewarding to just find a place that we kind of mold together. You know, you like find a partner and you grow together and, you know, you always have common interests. But it's always nice when you can like find a road. You know, we've been together 12 years, 12 years later, where you're expressing yourselves together and creating something. It's just beautiful, you know? Yeah, I love that so much. That's yeah. so powerful. Yeah. Just a synergy, I guess. Just energy. It's just good energy. So that's really yeah. the word. 
Yeah. I also love that you said you're like not holding yourself to like expectations of like, I'm loving this right now. And like three years, if I'm not into plants anymore, like I'm free to let that go. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. And just like you said, I think learning detachment and letting things go is just powerful. I mean, it's really a teacher because, you know, holding expectations and holding on to things, it just gets stressful and there's enough stress out there, you know, and, and luckily I'm just doing this for, for fun at this point. You know what I mean? It's not something that I've, I've been like, okay, I'm leaving my job to go and be the queer jungle because that's not sustainable for me <laughs> right now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just, it's a nice place to be. It's a nice outlet. I love that so much. Awesome. As we start to kind of wrap up, what is the one piece of advice you'd give to a creative woman listening? I think to, to find your passion and, and not, not be afraid to commit to it. You know, I, I, like I said, I've, I've started so many, I've had so many ideas like censored in the queer community and like, like, you know, things that I'm into, right? Like uh, I love fashion. I love street style. I love queer. I love the queer community. I love doing things like that. I used to work with her social app. I used to throw events and like all of these things fed my soul, but they didn't feed me. You know what I mean? They weren't like, they weren't there. And I think for any creative person, it's just, don't be afraid to fail. Just do it. Cause you're going to learn something about yourself, even if it doesn't, you know, fit. And that's my cat saying, <laughs> if you're going to learn something about yourself and, and take that, you know what I mean? I've learned so many bits and pieces about myself that have kind of got me where I am today. And it's just pursue your passion, you know, like drop the constructs of the world, drop the expectations that society and other people have of you and find what feeds you. That's amazing advice. <laughs> I feel like you're like, you said it already, but you're like so talented with words. That was amazing answer. I'm not talented with words. I think I just, I like words. So like I'm big on poetry and stuff and I, yeah, I don't know. I find, I just find meaning. I've been working on finding meaning in little things and, and gratitude. And I think that's, with the plant space kind of naturally feeds you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So good. Tia, tell everyone where they can follow you and connect with you and get all the plant advice and inspiration. Yeah, sure. So you can find me and my cat because she's kind of the star of my Instagram page lately <laughs> um, at the Queer Jungle on Instagram. And I'll be launching a website soon. Hopefully that's in the works and kind of looking for a little tangible thing, maybe a trailer or something like that to kind of start working with my uh, wife and, and doing things like that. She's at Fiber and Fire Deco. Um, she does really dope plant hammocks, we call them, um, basically macramart and weaving and stuff like that. And yeah, we'll be there. Feel free to DM for some plant advice. If I don't respond, don't get mad. I work full time too. So <laughs> there's that. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. My sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.